0: Is there anything, anything to have for him? He is the Lord. Lord. He has, has said it. And surely he will do hold on to he your, faith,
1: your faith. Your confessions of the days of your life.
0: And you will see the hand of, of the Lord. Lord. In your life. He is the Lord. He, he is, is the Lord. I said it, and surely, 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 hold on to your faith, your confessions are the days of your life, and you will see the hand of the Lord in your oh, he is the Lord, he is the Lord, is there anything to have for him, he is the Lord, he has said it, and surely, 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 Without hold on to your, your faith. faith your confesses are the days of your life, and you will see the hand of the Lord. He, oh, He is the Lord. He is the Lord. He is there the anything too so hard for Him? He is the Lord. He has said it, and surely He'll do. Hold on to your faith. Your confessions are the days of your life. And you will see the hand of the Lord in your life. Fawakwasha Yehoahsa Napa'o-ho Tune-so naon You <laughs> hai my belongs Jehovah is my King today His name is wonderful His name is my Jehovah Worship this morning. He sent forth his word, and his word healed them. My king to In your presence I am content In your presence I am content In your presence presence, presence of thy love, and revelations of your power, why and my In your presence I can bring a love song of favor. the presence of my God. Take, take over, Lord, this morning let the teaching of your word bring illumination and light to your people. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. We thank God for this service. It's it's been awesome. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We thank God for the fans. Are you enjoying the fans? Hallelujah. I thought you would clap for God. Amen. And I, I guess you have noticed the difference in the organ. Amen. That is a new organ for the church. I thought you would clap for the Lord. Amen. You can write some wild check for me and I will smile. Amen. I will not tell you the details of the amount, but it's, it's meat. One of my friends will say it is blood. Blood has been pulled from you. Amen. Now, I'm preaching today or I'm teaching today on let us arise and build Zion. Let us arise. Let us arise and build Zion. Don't summarize the title. Write it as it is. Let us arise and build Zion, which is the church. Matthew six thirty-three. This month is a month of the church builder. Tuesday, I started it. And one of the critical um, characteristics of the church builder is that he's, he's a feeder. He feeds. And I entered into it, seven point and all that. If you are missing Tuesday services, I want you to change your life. Amen. Because from next year, we're going to have a very special kind of Tuesday service where Tuesday services is going to be awesome. It's going to be, I'll teach to 8 o'clock and from 8 o'clock to 8.30 will be questions. Whatever I taught, whatever question you have about it because I believe that too many Christians today don't know anything about church. When it comes to applying the doctrines of the church to life situations. We have our own philosophy. But I believe that God wants to move us as next year is our year of we want to um, major in becoming disciples who can reflect the glory of God. So on Tuesday, on Tuesdays, we're going to teach. I'm going to teach. It's going to be advertised. We will talk about what we're going to talk about. If it is pornography for one month, Tuesdays, we're going to talk into details. I'll teach you, ask all the questions, how you are struggling to forget that your ex-boyfriend five years ago, what, what is it? Every day we say it's so tight, it's so tight, but the soul has been untied and still when you see him, you still feel the pain and feel the regret. We want to open up your wounds because a problem shared is half solved. Amen. Now, Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. We're going to move very fast. Because tonight something is happening here. My God, I I, I I hardly slept. I was just praying. I will be praying, praying, praying. My life must change. I don't know about you, but I feel that my life my life must change. I, I, I must change. I must move to another glory. And you must have that hunger. Something will happen to you. Matthew six thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added. As today is the first Sunday in the month of the birth of the savior of this world. I want us to look back to the main reason why Jesus was born to the world and why Jesus died for the world. As the year wraps up and closes in on us, I want us to reconsider our ways and do a proper personal evaluation and personal auditing of how we have spent our life in 2015, pertaining to the things of God. Anyone who wants to move forward in any area of life must always spend time to do a personal evaluation of his or her actions. So if you want to grow financially, you have to sit down at a point in the year to reconsider your expenses, how you spent, whether you did proper examination before you spent, how you saved, how much you saved, how much you you could have saved, how much you spent, how much you could have spent, how much you earned, how much you could have earned. So that the next year, you can build on it. Say, I'm a church builder. December is our month of the church builder. That means that the spirit of building must be cultivated in our lives. Africa is where we are because many people don't have the spirit of building. Somebody will be working in an office when he retires. He prays that the people who will take over will not be able to work so that they will call on him. Somebody will be working in an organization and he feels so important that he threatens to resign. He resigns and is always waiting to hear a bad news. We don't want to build upon what we do. Somebody in a family will take the children to the university and he doesn't want any other person's children to go to the university and goes to consult with a shrine or a deity to cut short the destinies of people. This is the problem of Africa. It is not leadership. It is, it is the spirit of the anti-builder. People don't want to build upon what somebody else has done. So, NDC will come, throw away MPP's policies, and then begin their own. They don't finish. MPP comes. They also throw it away, and they want us to believe them. The spirit of the builder is not upon the nation. And I pray... That as you hear this message from today, wherever you are, whatever corner you find yourself, you will have the builders' mentality that even though you did not lay the foundation, Apollos watered or Paul planted Apollos watered, but the increase came from the Lord. You cannot do everything, you can lay the foundation. Somebody will build, somebody will roof, somebody will do ceiling, somebody will put house, somebody will put the air conditioning, so that at the end of the day, what we all desire, we shall see. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. That is why if a wife wants to be a husband and the husband wants to be a wife then there is chaos, uh, equal rights, and all that. The man has his place. The woman has her place. You cannot take the place of the man. And you cannot take the place of the woman. If you're a man in the house, and you take the place of the woman, your house is going to be in chaos. You are going to open the gate for demonic attack if you're a woman and you want to take the place of the man you become a demon because your spirit will not conform to the spirit of god concerning marriage and it will not take long your marriage will break the man is a man the woman is a woman we must give place for people to function where they are called to be hallelujah Chapter 1. Hey, guy. Chapter 1. Verse 1 to 15. Because of time, I'm giving the background, then I'll start digging out things I want to dig out. Now, this was a state, a Israel in a state, a post captivity era. Say a post captivity era. It was an era. After the Babylonians have invaded Israel as prophesied by many of the prophets, they warned Israel that if they walk in disobedience, God is going to put them into captivity. So, after the captivity, after the invasion, sorry, a lot of damage went on. A lot of people lost their lives. And a lot of them, over 70%, were taken captive. So, they took them to Babylon and a few remained on the land. And along the way, by the arrangement of God, because God promised them that if they repent of their ways and they become um, 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 a repentant of what they've done, God will bring them back from all nations and gather them together. So, in the course of the period of captivity, God touched the heart of the king to release a certain group of them with a certain two leaders, um, Zerubbabel and Joshua. Zerubbabel became the governor of Judah and then Joshua became the high priest of the nation. So, they left with a certain group of people and went back into Jerusalem. Can I hear a big amen? So, this is the background story. And then, when they returned, they saw that the temple of God was broken down and destroyed due to the invasion. But none of them were touched or was touched to do anything about it. When they saw it, they were okay. They didn't touch it. And they went on to do whatever they wanted to do. Now, we want to look at certain things that is in this scripture. They neglected God And they wanted to go back to rebuild what they used to have before the invasion. And let's see what happened. The first thing I want to talk about is God always knows the state. If you are writing, you have to write all that I'm saying because I normally teach with specific words in what I say. God always knows the state, and the detailed situation in our lives and in his church. God is aware of whatever you are doing or whatever is going on in your life and whatever is going on in the church. Hagar chapter 1 verse 1. In the second year of Diros the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, came the word of, of the Lord by Hagar in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, came the word of the Lord by Hagar the prophet unto Zerubbabel, the son of Shetel, the governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest. So you realize that even though God did not speak in the first month, He didn't speak in the second month. He didn't speak in the fifth month, but on the sixth month, he spoke what was happening. You know, if God is not speaking concerning something that we are doing, it doesn't mean that he has approved of it. If you are not hearing God's voice concerning something you are doing, it doesn't mean that God doesn't mind or God doesn't care. Maybe it is not time for him to speak yet. Maybe he's giving us chance to to, to repent of our ways and turn back to him. God is the God of a second chance. You don't take him for granted for giving you a second chance. I was speaking to a certain man, a colleague of mine at work. He said that he has billions of chances in the hands of God. I said, you are lying. You are not in the mind of God. You are not God. You are not a spirit. You are a human being. You don't have, you know, you know, he, he had an accident. And in the accident, he had gone for a wakekeeping and was drunk. He's a drunkard. He likes drinking. He's normally drunk. So, and this is not the first time he had such a deadly accident. The accident was so much that even the the front part of the car broke into two. And nothing happened to him. They said, he has a billion chance with God. This is one of them. And I told him that God cannot be mocked. God is not a fool. If he's not speaking it means he's giving you a chance. If God is silent on the matter, it doesn't mean that he's okay with the matter. But he's just giving you space to change your mind concerning what you are doing. Because what you are doing, you are giving the devil a legal ground. If the devil stands on it to strike... God cannot speak. So, God gives you chance and that is why we talk about mercy and grace and the second chance is giving you enough space so that that word that says that God is faithful will continue to be that God is faithful. They said it is not, it, 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 it is not our business. We lost everything. Now we are back. Let's gather. Let's, let's build again. Let's Go and do your business. Go and check whether your farm is still fertile. Go and start your fishing business. Open your factory again. Open your carpentry shop again. Go and work. And the house of God was in rust, rubbish, and bent wood, broken blocks. And the glory of God ekaboed out of the land. But I pray that from today, the spirit of the builder will be upon your land. The fact that he's not speaking doesn't mean that he's deaf and dumb. Thank God he's speaking to you today, the 6th of December 2015. He's speaking directly to somebody. Number two, God will always speak to leaders. God will always speak to leaders. When I talk about leaders in this context, to men of God, to his servants, God will always speak to leaders concerning the matters and the direction he wants his people to go. God will always speak to his pastors, his servants, concerning matters and the direction he wants his people to go. If you are hearing me preach on this topic, it's because he wants you to hear this. It's because he wants to communicate to you. So he spoke to Zerubbabel and Joshua. He didn't speak to all the people. So you don't need a confirmation before you believe what I am saying. So a prophet does not come to confirm what you already know. A prophet comes to tell you what God is saying concerning your life. Whether you know it or you don't know it, God does not care. He has spoken to his servant and his servant is telling you the mind of God. So you can decide that, okay, I'm going to listen to God also. You can wait for five, 50 years, and you may never hear God's voice on that. So he spoke to Zerubbabel, and, and not all the people. He spoke to Joshua, the high priest. He said, and the word of the Lord came to Hagar, the prophet, too. Zerubbabel. God speaks to the pastor. For the people, so when the pastor is preaching, he's speaking the direct man of uh, the, the the direct mind of God. Every called man of God is the oracle of God. You know when you go to the old, the, 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 the village, there's oracles, as, as, especially our Nigerian uh, brothers. I mean, when the oracles speak, it is final. we are going to consult the oracle. So, some men of God call themselves the oracle of God. But every man who preaches the unadulterated word of God is the oracle of speaks the mind of God. So, God spoke to Zerubbabel. So, you, you, you don't need to be fed by people who are backslided. As for me, I don't go to church again because churches are some way. that That is why the man you follow you must test the spirit. Be sure that this man can lead you somewhere because you cannot be under the leadership of a pastor and not believe in him. You better leave his ministry. So if you follow a man of God so Paul said that imitate me. Even as I imitate what? Christ. So, as long as I continue to imitate Christ, Paul was telling the people, the people should imitate him. Because what Moses will see on Mount Sinai, the people will not see in the valley. He must come and tell them that I saw God, and this is how God's face is, this is how God's legs are, this is how God looks like, and the people will believe. So, God tells them, as I was with Moses so shall I be with you. A people without a shepherd is a delicacy for the devil. I'm telling you. God will speak to your pastor. So as I'm preaching, I know, maybe not everybody is being blessed, but there are some people that God is speaking to directly. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. Number three, many people easily neglect the church. Many people easily neglect, forget, forsake, leave the church. In our days, in the last days, Bible has already said it: the love of many shall wax cold, because iniquity shall abound. And that is a sure word. You cannot pray against the the, the spreading of iniquity. Then you'll be fighting against God's word. There is nothing you will do about pornography that will stop spreading. The more sin increases, the more that day draws near what I learned, they want to act hardcore pornography in Ghana. And they are saying it increases GDP. It it contributes a lot of money for the industry. It will give employment to people. That is, is scripture. And the devil will anoint people to push His agenda. That is why we are also empowering you to push the agenda of God. But unfortunately, sometimes when you get to certain positions, you forget why you got there. So, Esther was comfortable and the people, Mordecai came to him. Hey, you think you are in the palace? If we go down, you also go down. You are in Position for such a time as this. You see, we must deepen our convictions. Too many self gratifying Christians have filled our churches. And pastors don't want to preach that which makes disciples out. Of multitudes. Because when they preach, they don't get offered. But not, I am not a dead good. I am a mummified good. I'm a mummified. Good. Dead goat, good you rot me mummified. Two hundred years. I'm still like that. Hagar chapter 1 verse 2. We see that there. Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts. Saying, these people say, the time is not come. The time that the Lord's house should be built. They didn't give their attention to the house of God. So Jesus did not call for multitudes. He called for disciples. You are are not just a Christian. You are not just born into the church. You are here for a purpose. We didn't just dress up and come to church. The Holy Ghost is not in you to push you to come to church just to come and sit down. No. What you are hearing is an empowerment upon your spirit to pursue the kingdom agenda that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. They said it is not time to build a church, but it is time to make money. It is not time to seek the kingdom first, but it is time to make our nuclear family. So the devil puts in your heart a priority for your nuclear family. So you are doing all you can to build a very good family. Neglecting God. Neglecting the kingdom. And when you neglect the kingdom, the devil knows that the glory of God is not around your family. The fire of God is not around you. So sometimes he will give you space. You will build. You will build like the Tower of Babel. They built to a point. Then God said, ah, these people, I will show them. May the devil not show you. Oh, I said, may the devil not show you. It is time to do business. It's good to do business. But the word is, seek ye first. Seek ye first. Logical reasoning will tell you that eh, you cannot be divided eh, in an agenda. You know, you must have one, a single eye on the matter. That is logical reasoning. The Bible said, seek ye first. The same Bible said, he that does not work must not eat. Any man who does not keep his family is an infidel. He said, disgrace to the faith. But he said, seek ye first. Do not be anxious for anything. Seek ye first. One thing is needful. And sometimes as a pastor, you can see that some people are just in the church for bread and butter. If they get their bread and butter, you will never see. They are in church with their own philosophy. They are in church and somebody else is advising them and yet they are in church. They are hearing the word of God but they are not listening. Amen. The word cannot even have expression in their lives. They are just listening. You see, they are just listening. So you know it but you don't understand it. And you leave, you go and do the same thing. And some empty some somewhere, some, excuse me to say, some mother somewhere who has no principles of life, that, that those principles have affected her. She did not leave her full potential and you are still listening to her fully. I didn't say disobey your parents. But you can see that this construction your mother is making, it doesn't align itself with the word. God did not call us to follow the traditions of our fathers. You respect them. You honor them. You don't abuse them. You don't insult them. You don't rebel against them. But when the counsel is anti-God. Oh, mommy, I respect you a lot. But I've come too far. To take this decision. I think this one will help. Obey your parents in the Lord. Give the Lord a mighty clap of love. Not every pastor can preach like this. Because uh, in some way. But we must correct. That is what the the word of God rebukes. Corrects. Disciplines. Exalts. Edifies. If you are only being built, every day they are adding block, block, block. No time to correct structural error. One day you become like Malcolm on Achimota Road. The word rebukes. And sometimes rebukes are not sweet. You have to swallow saliva. A cold square. The word has pierced. Amen. People easily leave church. I tell people the best time to always come to church is when you are going through trouble. And sometimes, somebody is going through a lot of things and six weeks, three months, four months. What help is there? What help is in the world? I will look onto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Where does help come from? From the Lord. Not from anywhere. You cannot hide. Before the eagle will hide, it would have removed all its feathers. Pruning. Excess weak feathers. He will use it, it will use it to hit. He will enter it to enter a, in between two rocks, stones, and it will hit the body, hit the body, and the crowns. It used to hit the wall, removing everything and the beak. Or the rock, now, then the beak will remove. Then the eagle will be bleeding. Then you will be hiding. That is what we call the renewal of strength. Because with time, the beak of the eagle becomes blunt. The is it the cross or the clouds? I don't know. I went to St. Peter's. Our English is no good. but the, you understand. Uh-huh. It becomes weak. It can't, it can't hold its praise well. So it has to go through that surgical process. Remove everything. Remove the, and it will be bleeding. So at that point, the eagle the will be hiding because if it doesn't take care, you will get infected. You get you, you you get wounded in church and you are outside, you are gallivanting. you are doing gossip to everywhere, you will get infected. Gossip, you will attract bad spirit that will be uncastable. Bet it will sound till you die. Because there are some things, so the ego will be hiding. Don't leave church when you are wounded. Don't leave church when you are going through things. Stay in the atmosphere because it is in between the rock that the eagle will be hiding. That same rock that wounded the body, it will be there until he renews its strength. And when the eagle stands, my God, I pray that you will discover the secret to a successful life. Give the Lord a big clap offering. Number four, when we put our business first before God's business, we provoke the anger of God. I'll show it to you. Today, may your prayer life change. May you begin to see results in your prayer life. When we put our businesses first before God's business, we provoke God's anger. Haggai chapter 1 verse 3 to 4. Are you following the, the, the word? Then came the word of the Lord by Hagar the prophet saying, no, no, no. Verses. Let's go to the the verse five. Now therefore, no, let's go to verse four, sorry. I don't want to skip anything I want to say. Verse four. Is it time for you, or ye, to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie in waste? That means that they were in comfort and the house of God was in rubbish. I mean complete and they were inside. And when I'm talking about building the church, I'm not actually emphasizing on the physical but I am talking about having the attitude of raising a church, a solid church, an altar where people can come and receive the salvation of God. One of God's names is the Alpha and Omega. He is the first, must be the First. It must be the last. Our first desire and our last desire. So anytime we put something first at his position where he must be, why do you think wives become jealous when they get crazy, when they see a woman trying to enter into the life of their husband? Because the woman wants to take their place and they get jealous. Somebody killed A UPS girl. Because another man wanted to take his place. And God is the alpha and omega of our lives. The first place in in your life is for God. The last place in your life is for God. Anything there, you provoke God. So some people, they make their daughter. Maybe they have only one daughter. That is the the pride of their life. Or their husband. He is like they are dying for their, it's good to die for your husband. It's good. But make sure the same way you love him that you want to die for him. Even in a higher measure, you must love the Lord. Else you are making God jealous with your spouse. Give the Lord a mighty clap. of People here, you have your own business. When you go to your office, you are very careful. You watch around. Something is, you come to church. You chew chewing gum. You stick it on the chair. Meanwhile, you get to your office and a robber is in front of your office. You will sack somebody. You come to church. Your child has taking pen. He's writing on the wall and say, "Oh, go the person is drawing to be for us. He will draw the thing. Draw the ear. When you hear your employers gossip about you, speak ill of you, you get angry, you get depressed, you get worried, sometimes you suck people, you come to church, you join people to break down leadership. You have not put God first. You have not put the interest of God first. And anytime I've seen it with my eye, anytime any human being tries to fight the authority of God, the authority of the church, nothing good happens to the person, I'm telling you. I've seen, I've seen it. The the earlier the church begins to revere certain things, the better. Amen. Because sometimes it's frustrating. I watch prayer meetings on television. See millions of people praying. And every time, the same number or more are in the church praying. Why is God not answering? He said, my ears I am not dead. If they are not heavy that I can't hear Or my hands too short that I can't see Why? Some of these things, some of these things, some of these things, some of these things are the blockades to our release. The blockade. Some of these things. They say little, little forces. They spoil the mind. 2015 is almost over. And God spared us. He's about to give us 2016. I see you in 2016. I said, I see you in 2016. 2016 will be better for you. It will be more glorious for you. It will be more beautiful for you. You will see things you have never seen before. Doors will open for you. Good health will be your person. Your heart desires will come to pass any door that closed in 2015 it will be open in 2016. Whatever you desire shall come to pass your angel will show up I said your angel will show up heaven will part for you heaven will open and God will come down for you. I see angels scattering themselves for you in 2016 you will drive your first car. In 2016 you will buy your first acres of land in 2016, you will sponsor somebody's school fees. In 2016, I see you in the university. I see you in the tertiary education. I see you take a leap in destiny. In 2016, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You will not be buried. In 2016, in the trap of the enemy over your life projected in your life in satanic covins and ovens, awaiting your arrival right now in the name of Jesus we enter into the corridors of power by the hand of the Lord it shall not come near you it shall not harm you you shall see the goodness of the Lord you will see dollars and pounds you owe haya you will see money you will see goodness your, your health will be good your house will be filled your basket will be filled. Uh, you will be fruitful. You will multiply. You will increase and enlarge. Uh, you will leap over the walls. You will run through the truth. You will have a breakthrough. You will have a testimony. Oh, my candy of satire. In 2016, you shall laugh. Come on, shout our laugh. Shout our laugh. Give the Lord a shout. 2016, God is giving us a chance to reconsider our ways. That word reconsider appeared five times in that chapter. In the chapter 2, chapter 1. It talks about grace. Anytime you reconsider your ways, you receive grace. I see you receive grace tonight. I said, I see you receive grace tonight. I said, I I see you receive grace tonight. I see you receive grace tonight. God, your harvest now the fifth one when we prioritize our ambitions and businesses higher than God's agenda on earth, God sends curses instead of blessings. That is serious. Write it when we prioritize our ambitions. And our business is higher than God's agenda on earth. God sends curses into our lives instead of blessings. Look at Isaiah chapter 1. Hagar chapter 1 verse 6. Ye have sown much and bring in little. That means your harvest is limited. You sow a thousand, you reap ten Ghana. Meanwhile, you must sow 10 Ghana and reap 1,000. But because we have neglected the house of God, we don't have any place in our heart for the things of God. We have sowed much and we are reaping little. Some of us pay the sacrifices you made in January like something should have been in your life by now. I'm in church. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. You are clothed, but there is none warm. You are wearing a cloth, but it is as if you are not wearing a cloth. You are married, but the marriage is not working. You are employed, but you are suffering like somebody who is not employed. i you in church. And he that earned wages, earned wages to put it into a bag with holes. It was not a witch who was doing this. So you kill witches in vain. It is God that has punched holes in your pocket. How do you seal it? Reconsider your ways. Pastor, if I get money, no, I don't know where it passes. I'm sure somebody told me there's a snake in my wardrobe. Kill that snake, the holes shall still continue to be there. You earn wages but like you think you have received your salary, is falling into a bag with holes. Not a witch did that. God himself, you screwdriver. Cause holes. Your harvest is little. You labor, but still don't have enough. Your test is never quenched. Only God quenches the test of men your your soundness you never have peace never to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace are you if you are not having peace then there is something carnal about the situation to be spiritually minded is life and peace any time you are not having peace there's something carnal Something that is not of God, that is hovering in your life. Reconsider your ways. You labor, but you labor in vain. Sometimes I hear some parents, you see their desperation. Oh man, I I, I did all I can for this, my child. But see what he has paid me back with. Have you heard some before? Because they prioritize their families higher than God. That is the truth, not a fact. A truth. Some wives cannot give up their husbands to go to church. Some husbands resist their wives from going to church. We are not saying husband and wife should not have time for themselves. But the kingdom of God and he said those that try to save their life what happened all, it is scripture it is not logical reasoning logical reasoning says say save more get more scripture says throw more away you get more we are, we, we are not doing arithmetic and physics and biology and anatomy here We are doing Bible word. We are building up our spirit. We are building up our most holy faith with the word. Number six. We are under command by God to build Zion. We are under command by God to build Zion. Hagar chapter 1 verse 7 to 8. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. And I will take pleasure in it. And I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Initially, they cared not about the things of God. But God gave them a second chance and commanded them go to the mountain and bring wood. It is true, you didn't care about church, you didn't care who ushers, you didn't care who goes for evangelism, you didn't care who organizes posters, who goes to hang, who sings, you didn't care who keeps the church, you didn't care who who takes care of the pastor. You didn't care what happens to church. You didn't care how chairs are bought. You just came and sat down, have service, and you go. Even at grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love, Pastor. I'll see. They were like this. But God does not condemn, He gives you a second chance to reconsider your ways. They didn't care. But after God spoke, they went to the mountains to bring wood, to bring resources, to bring materials to build the house of God. It is time for you to provide materials and the resources to build the house of God. If we want God to take pleasure in us, we must be concerned with the things of God. Go to the mountains and bring wood and let's build a church. Number seven. And at this point, I want to remember, recall an answer one of us gave during a training. I asked that, what does it mean to be called into the ministry? It was good he said that. Because it it gave me a very good platform to write a book on the calling into ministry. Amen. I asked. It was very good he gave the answer. He said that. um, When, or or, or, or I should let him say it because I forgot. (laughs) Okay. I'll we'll try. Uh, he said, like they, uh, they call you to come and help the church. All I remember is that part. To help the church. You know, nobody, not even me, not even the president, can help the church. I want to repeat that. Nobody, no human being can help a church. You can't help the church. Let this sink into your head. There is no amount of money, no amount of property you will give to the church that will make you qualify that you have helped the church. No human being, if you try to help God, you will die. The people who did great things for God in the Bible, I never saw a written phrase, not even a sentence, not a word, that, and David helped God, or, and Solomon helped God. Solomon built a temple, I mean, Solomon's temple, oh my God, 12 steps of good, no dilution. Everything there was good. Chairs were good. Everything. Every, mic, good. Every mic. Everything, everything there was good. King Josiah built a temple for God. One man at the age of 25. The Bible did not say, and Josiah helped God. How can you help God? So if you are paying your tithe, you are not helping the church. God can do what he wants to do with or without your money. With or without my money. Are you in church? We bought fans. Did I raise fans? It's done. A woman that is not in the church has promised to pay for all. He bought a new organ. is the solid, you won't see it in many churches. You you see it in big churches. You look at it and go and see. You won't see. We didn't raise funds because fundraising sometimes make the people think that you want their money. Whether you give or you don't give. My brother, my sister, my mother, my father, my uncle, my aunties. God can do what he wants to do. I was talking to prophet Brian. He said one day he had an appointment to preach in two churches at the same time. One was about twenty-five thousand capacity, and one was a small church. But he didn't even know the number. And God told him to go to the small church. He said, "Bro, if I had gone to the twenty-five thousand capacity, I was going to walk away with twenty-five thousand dollars for two services." And God said, "Go." So when he got there, only six people were sitting there. Oh. See, Prophet Brian. They, Prophet Brian, I mean, the guy is gallivanting the world. He doesn't stay in, in the home. His home is a plane. Because every time he's moving, he doesn't take... He doesn't. Six people! He said that day, some anointing that came on him, he prophesied to everybody like one hour, one hour. Six Moncom, I prophesied. When I finished, not knowing one of them was the billionaire in the whole town. The money he gave me up to now, no church has given me that amount before. God is no respecter of personal. When we bought this chest, some woman who is not in the church, another just came and gave us money. So, if you are thinking that God needs you to help him, can you give God breakfast? Even your father and your mother, you are not able to remit them every month. the money you give them is not enough. You know. Then God, you, can you give God breakfast? Can you take care of God? I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not I will build. So it is a privilege to be called to serve because with or without you, God knows how to feed his church. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. I'm closing, but I've not finished my sermon, as usual. When you read the last part of the scripture, I think the 14, 15, I'm I'm being forced to close because we are coming back tonight for something heavy. It talks about, and the Lord stirred the spirit of Zerubbabel, the governor of Judah. And Joshua, the high priest. Then he stirred the spirit of all the people. God will always look for one individual, one or two. To spread the fire. And we are going to pray. It is not by might. It's not by power. It's by the spirit of the law. There are things you must do. You have run away from them because your capacity is low. You look at your resource and then you can't. Sometimes as a church, we see land, A wood land, very good for church, one and a half acres, five hundred thousand dollars. Say this while my hands are up. My capacity is low. As an individual, you will see something. And they are selling some house somewhere. I say, ah, if I had money, God will bless you. I said, 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 God will bless you. God will increase you. God will give you millions. God will give you dollars. God will give you billions. God will make you business owner. In the name of Jesus, receive international connection. And prophesy, receive international connection. Whoever desires an international connection, I prophesy, I prophesy, I activate the anointing upon this house, Receive an international connection for your business, for your career, for your project. In the name of Jesus. God must bless you. So that the house of God can... Look, there are some people here. They are not in church today. They are outside. If God blesses you with money and go for soul winning... And they tell you, oh, master, hustle, are there, we drop from SS, you know, they do anything, then we stay some cures inside and say, okay, 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 come. come. Your trouble has ended. I want to win your soul by force. You go to church. But come and see me. I'm going to put you back into school. I'm going to rent a place for you. I'm going to give you pocket money. I'm going to start something small. I work myself, so I'm employing you Have something go to school, come and work in the evening? Do you think the person will not come to church? Then why do you celebrate poverty? That when you hear a pastor talking about prosperity, then you are edgy. What type of uh, Christianity is this? You know, we need the cross. We need the fire. We need to go to heaven. Go to heaven. Then you step out to go to heaven. You'll be the same to call. "Pastor, Pastor, I can't breathe. Pastor, I come and say, Oh, then you said you wanted to go to him. A... Go. May God expand you. Your amen is too weak for me. May the Lord increase you. 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 Lord increase you. My God, oh, going to pray this prayer, that God stir up my spirit for your house. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of God. Some of you are sitting there. You you could be doing something in the house of God. What you begin to do in the house of God, will attract somebody even to church. Or somebody who is unstable in the church, all of a sudden will become stable because he sees how you are dedicated. We have a lot of things to be done in the church. I believe everything in the corporate world, every system has been in the church. We need people who will be in charge of publicity, people in charge of sound, people in charge of protection, people in charge of communion, a communion team that not one person handles, but the whole team that will come by 6.30. They are praying, ready to serve communion. We don't have that team. We don't have a dedicated team, so we leave it on one person. But there must be a team where 630, they are in church. We need military soldiers, prayerful people, prayer warriors. You say you pray. And you are go, you, going for all kinds of all nights. Some are taking buses to Kumasi and Asante region. Going for what? Moba. As if God is not here. I'll say it again, put it on record. That God can answer you even in your bedroom or your toilet. I've prayed in my toilet and I've gotten results. I don't need to go for any more. I don't need to wake up at four and pray on the radio. To the day the radio goes off and the demon is coming. I cannot be on fire. shows how weak Christianity is in the nation. And you and I must wake up and build a solid church. Become strong and lead somebody to Christ and disciple the person. You can't sleep. That, that time you should be reading the Bible. Every day you are killing a witch. With what weapon? That is why today the witch will die. But tomorrow when seven of them Who are even stronger than the first one comes. You are empty. You don't know anything. You have not caught any revelation. Your axe is weak. You don't have any word. You want to marry and show off. So you get the marriage by fire. But you don't keep marriage by fire. You keep it with character. And character is born out of Galatians chapter 5 verse 20. The fruit of the spirit. So you can get that thing by fire. I will give it to you by fire. But the character is not by fire. We don't lay hands to release character. We develop, we culture character. Close your eyes and pray that God stir up my spirit for the house of God. Stir up my spirit for your house. Oh God. Jesus said, My meat is to do the will of the Father. He said, Greater works than this shall you do. Anyone that believes in me. Yeah, Lord, here am I. Use me, Lord. Let it be your prayer. You have certificates. You have qualifications in management, in accounting, and all that. And yet you are not making it available. We need financial committee. We need people who manage God's resources. You are some engineer somewhere and you are letting us do inferior work in the church. It's not fair. Begin to come out. Begin to stand and be counted as a laborer of the lost kingdom. Stop giving yourself to the devil to use you. God needs your time. Go to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. Your time and your energy our heart, our resources, our monies. A church without sacrifice is no church. Thank you, Lord. Help me. Hey, you me? need oh Sunday. Oh, no, 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 my Yeshua Don't care My population My population One a you Oh, Sunday. Pray for somebody here. Right now, there are tears in your eyes. God is touching you. Come to me right now. God wants me to lay my hands on you and release something into you. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Don't be shy. It's one person. Come to me. May hey, God. We call you back as an instrument of righteousness. May the oil restore you, oh God. We restore you. May your voice be heard from Zion again. Take the gift of the love of God, it's a gift. Take it, take it. Take it as a gift. In the name of Jesus. the communion, but after church, that lady should see me. I feel the presence of God strongly. The, the, the call of God is upon her life. God wants to use you after church, see me. Father, in the night before, you were betrayed.